Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Good. Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Kate, K-A-T-E, to help the show, but also to get your buy one, get one free pillow with the new patented technology. And guess what? You can get through a whole night. You won't be sweating through the night. In fact, it keeps your neck and head really cool, and you're going to love the new patented technology on this 2.0 pillow. Get one. You're going to love it. I'm this is Kate. Listen, everybody, we've got about three weeks left to purchase the replica coin, the silver round uh, for, for the show to keep us on the air. This coin was modeled after the first coin ever minted in the United States. So there's some history to it. Lady Liberty and the stars around her. Great history lesson for your kids, your grandkids to look at comes in a beautiful case. Yes, it's marked up to $99 to help this show stay on the air. And we need you. There's a limited number left. Please get yours before uh, this ends in about three weeks. So please go online and you can grab it for $99. I'd grab some extra for the kids. It'll put 30, 40 bucks of silver back in your pocket. Yes, real silver. But uh, this coin is gorgeous. It says, be faithful, be fearless. It's a collector's coin, the Kate Daly Show coin, only available for three more weeks. And you can get them here at the studio, Canyon Media Studios in St. George by cash or check. So they have them up at the front desk. I would love to see you do this to keep truth in radio on the air. The questions that need to be asked, the things we need to talk about, because there's only a couple of shows like mine that are live on the air in the United States right now. Keep this one afloat. Keep free speech afloat. Thank you for all that you're doing for truth in radio. Serious. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And if I had a boat, I'd go out on the ocean. And if I had a pony, I'd ride him on my boat. And we could all go go out on the ocean, send me up on my pony on my boat. Now if I were all oh, I used to love this song. I used to listen to this in the 80s. <laughs> Late 80s. Uh, welcome back to the K Daly Show. So happy that you're uh, tuned in. And of course, ABC Auto, get over there if, you, if you're in an accident. And I hope you're not. If you are, uh, they're the only ones I would ever use to fix my automobile. They're going to do it quick. They're going to do it right. They've got decades of experience. And they're good patriots. They're such awesome people over there. Please utilize them, okay? Um, ABC Auto. Just think ABC Auto. And Liberty Youth Academy. They are accepting enrollment February 15th. Get your kid out of public school, please, and get them into Liberty Youth Academy. I cannot express my love enough for LibertyYouthAcademy.org. They are a fantastic school here in St. George, Utah, and also in Tucson, Arizona. They do a classical leadership education based on all of the correct books they should be be reading. And also, you can talk about God, how amazing, you know, Um, it's... It really is. They just do a stellar job. And these kids are getting the education that you could dream about.
about, okay? LibertyYouthAcademy.org. I can't say enough about them. I've spoken there. I love these kids. Bright, bright kids. And you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry when they're at school, okay? LibertyYouthAcademy.org. Um, all right. So I'll take your calls, 888-673-1450. But I want to bring up this bill, and I want to bring up Representative or uh, Congressman Chris Stewart. I've been uh, so I've been on the radio pretty much almost the entire time Chris Stewart's been in office, and I can't e- express enough how horrid it has been to watch his career. Um, talk about sellout. He was calling Trump Mussolini. He was uh, giving um, Bernie all kinds of accolades for being such a wonderful human being. He threw uh, Trump under the bus to turn people to Hillary, which was a very interesting move back in 2016. But he is very much a sellout. And I don't think he's very bright. And I, when I say that, I'm not, I'm not that I'm not really trying to be mean. I'm just saying that These guys are cogs in the wheel. They uh, will do what they're told to do because they want to stay in office, not because they want to protect you. It's about their career. And this is why they come up with this kind of stuff. So when I talk about SB 152 right now, Chris Stewart's doing something very similar on a national level. Okay. And how scary this is for uh, the future of facial recognition and tracking and violations of the Fourth Amendment, which Chris Stewart is known for. Every time a bill would come up, that involved tracking of any kind. He would play his military card and say, I'm part of the military. And so just trust me on this and then pass and and then vote for every single tracking NSA bill has been voted yes on by Chris Stewart, Congressman Chris Stewart. He's pathetic. It's been disgusting to watch his career over the years and everybody laps him up like a lap dog around here because they go, oh, he's so nice. And he was in the military because he has the same military stories that he tells every time he gets up on stage. But his career has been a joke and he has voted against you, your privacy. In fact, his his score is very, very low in the 60s for Constitution. Yet he wrote Constitution books. That's because I'm pretty sure that involved a ghostwriter. Um, You can't pass the bills that he's passing and be encouraging of the bills he's encouraging and still write a book about the Constitution and praise it. I'm sorry. You can't live in both worlds. Um, So, yes, Chris Stewart's career is dismal. And I'll talk about that in just a second. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. Go right ahead. Kate, what you just were talking about with that puke technology. Yes. That's comatatus. Where it's... And I know you know what that is, but maybe you could uh, discuss it with the audience. The American military Mm -hmm. government cannot uh, attack us. Yeah. They can't attack Americans on American soil. Right. And they just, I guess they just don't care. They just violate law and lie, and they don't care. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for everything you do. You bet. Thank you. Really appreciate your call. Uh, it's it's a group that's mobilized by the sheriff to suppress lawlessness. And when it when when things get to that uh, level, which we could discuss, we could discuss which level <laughs> that actually means. But it is it is truly uh, it is truly um, <sighs> something that we could do. And if you have a sheriff that understands it and isn't just licking the boots of the elected officials around him, then you can get somebody worth their salt. Then, yes, uh, Pasia Comitatus, it would work uh, because really and truly, um, we don't we always we always talk about the Second Amendment. We always talk about these things. But. 
to implement them is a whole different thing, right? And we don't understand how to do that because we're so taught to be the best global citizen you can be and observe every single bad law because it's a law. And we're taught all these things endlessly. And so I know it's really hard for people because it's a fine line, right? Observe the law, maybe take these things to court, use the judicial system that seems to be out of whack, but use it anyway. And then, of course, when do you get to the point where you have to, uh, citizens actually have to stop the crazy, right? The insane, the uh, tyranny. It's a, it's a hard line. And I will admit it's very difficult. Um, okay. I want to talk about SB 152. Uh, hat tip, Michelle, thank you. Uh, the bill for social media regulation is much more than social media regulation. That's usually how these bait and switches work. This bill is put out by two Republicans, <laughs> Michael McKell and uh, Jordan Tushner. Tushner. Anyway, these two guys, these two hacks, uh, Salt Lake, uh, Jordan Hills from uh, Salt Lake, um, and Michael McKell, uh, second stooge, Republican. And I hate to say that because I know, you know, I just wish, I wish Republicans actually acted like Republicans because the platform's great, but they don't. And so they will put through horrendous bills like this that um, destroy our Fourth Amendment and do it with a smile. So Michael McKell, stooge number one, Utah County, and then Jordan Tusher, T-shirt, anyway. So this bill, it's a big issue against privacy, and the bill is in committee today, and it requires social media companies to require photo identification that proves their age from all Utah citizens to use their platform, okay? So in order to shut down um, with the social media bill, you have to then you have to then um, destroy the Fourth Amendment in order to track it and in order to implement it is what is really what's going on. Uh, this not only forces companies to collect location information from all users to determine a user is from Utah, but forces Utah citizens to provide personal identifying information to the companies that handle this. Okay, the social media thing. This creates a future case for them to easily come after you, um, you know, uh, when uh, when when a fails. And so social media companies must collect the name, date of birth, identification and email address of minors in Utah with an account. It prohibits Utah minors from receiving direct messages from people they have not friended. The account of a minor may not show up in search results until a person searching has been friended. Restricts ads from being displayed to minors for in Utah. But I would have to say that when it comes to freedom, I know that we tend to think that the children are not afforded any rights in this country. I'm not quite sure why that is. But the fact that can, can the kid not choose? Can the parents not be parents and parent the kids to make good choices? I'm not understanding why the government, why Mike McKell and Jordan Tusher think that they have to come in to do this because really and truly at the heart of this is the violation of your Fourth Amendment and their Fourth Amendment. Uh, requires social media companies provide the consenting guardian of a minor access to the minor's account with the ability to see all post responses and messages. Restricts minors from using um, social media accounts from the hours of 1030 p.m. to 630 a.m. Enforcement is charged to the Department of Consumer Protection and Attorney General. Individual citizens have a private right of action to the social media companies. It allows the state to fine social media companies up to 2500 per violation. We need to vote no on 
warrant SB 152, violation of the Fourth Amendment? Do we really want the FBI having our ID, our Facebook having our ID? Do you see this leading to digital ID and facial recognition? And also, Congressman Chris Stewart at it again. He just loves this kind of stuff. I look at him like the biggest betrayer of you. I have because I've had to follow his career so closely. I've just watched the sellout absolutely perform sellout action since he's been in for a decade. Um, so he's saying social media is so harmful for kids and teens that they should be banned from using it. Just like the kids aren't allowed to drink or smoke. Here's the problem, though. He has no right to do this. He has no right to say this. And you might think, well, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. But we don't understand what's at the heart of it. Sometimes things sound nice and liberals do this. Um, So Chris Stewart is doing what a liberal does. This sounds nice and I can get people on board because they think this will solve a problem. But that's not how it works. That's not how it works. So he's, he, want, he has a bill, uh, introduced a bill to ban social media for kids nationwide, just like these two stooges, our Republicans, are doing here in the state of Utah. And I hate to say that. You know, I know what leftists are going to give me, and it's a ball of crap. Okay? I know what they're about. They, do, they have absolutely no understanding of this country, and they're complete and total traitors. But when you get to Republicans, and they do it with a smile and stab you in the back, that's a problem, right? that's a problem. So I actually don't like that more than what I think of the liberals trying to do, because I know what I'm going to get with a liberal total hack. Right. But you get these hacks in our Republican Party, too. So uh, they they cited all these studies showing that, you know, a third of our youth, blah, 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 14. Okay, I'm sorry. If you're a parent and you have a problem with social media, that's between you and your child inside the family and has nothing to do with Chris Stewart trying to propose bills that violate Fourth Amendment. Because in order to have the control, like he's talking about, he actually has to violate your Fourth Amendment in order to do it. Is that okay? Does everyone like that? I would hope not, if you understand what they're really doing. So the heart of these bills and uh, what they represent, all we need is a country of decent parenting to be able to understand and have your kid understand what's going on with social media. There's lots of programs for the phone that a parent can control. Do you want your government doing it? Do you want these companies for social media to have IDs? Do you want them to absolutely destroy your Fourth Amendment in order to get the information to control it? You want to put it in their hands? (sighs) You know, as a country... And my fellow countrymen, if we don't see through these bills to understand what they're doing and how they're doing it, the mechanism to the means, right, to get us there, okay, is horrific. And we wonder, we sit and we go, how do we get here? How did our country get here? Well, we are blindsided by these bills and then we go, well, that sounds good without asking the right questions, without understanding what they have to do to do it. That hurts us, ultimately hurts us. We just need better parenting. You're not going to hear Mikkel or Tusher or um, any of these guys or Chris Stewart talk about good parenting. They're going to say that the government is the only answer and they should be awarded that role over your children. And it doesn't matter whether they destroy the Fourth Amendment in their path to do it. Chris Stewart is not very bright. 
I hate to tell you that because I know that he's in the military, as he tells us every single time he's running for office. He puts through the most horrific bills the most horrific bills and says yes to them and all omnibus bills. He only voted once against an omnibus bill. The guy is not in your corner and he's not in the corner of the Constitution. Stop voting this hack into office every two years. It's We're responsible for him being in office. Chris Stewart, be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You keep saying you've got something for me. Something you call love, but confess. You've been a messin' where you shouldn't have been a messin'. And now someone else is getting all your best. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Yep. (laughs) Nancy Sinatra. That song, uh, absolutely. These boots are made for walking. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And of course, uh, Dixie Chiropractic, Ward Wagner. What a fantastic chiropractor. Go to him. Seriously, in an accident, go to him. Great, great chiropractor. And I love the name Dixie. Um, you know, they've tried to destroy Dixie around here. And it's been hard to watch uh, Biff over at the college and his little uh, assistant, Michael LaGlobia, um, uh, have done uh, so much damage to the city so much damage to the city and it's been hard to watch yeah, the lying has been the worst and um, um, a lot of the alumni will tell you how much they've been lied to about about what happened with Dixie and it's been very very difficult for our city and uh, I can't believe how many eyes were opened when um, Biff and Michael LaGlobia started taking over this college and, and uh, ousting Dixie under a, a bag of lies it, it was all about lying that they had to do it to, they had to lie to do it in order to get it done. It's terrible. And their little, uh, puppet Jordan, um, it's just awful. Anyways, I love the name Dixie. I got sidetracked. I love the name Dixie and, um, Dixie chiropractic. You guys do a stellar job and Ward Wagner is amazing. Also, um, my gosh, uh, Beehive Rental, go to Beehive Rental for all your uh, needs for equipment. Tell, tell them the show sent you. You'll love them and they'll work with you. They've got the best prices and the best equipment, everything down to hand tools. You don't have to go buy it. You can actually go rent it from them. And I would highly suggest you doing that. They are they are that good. Uh, garage doors only too. get your garage door from them. Four, three, five, eight, six, eight, twelve hundred. They are just awesome technicians and they will make sure and get it done right for you. And you can count on them and their ads are stellar. I love their ads. So when I was talking to Amon Jabi about smart cities, not only do we have to fight the cities putting up this kind of smart city stuff, but we also and and they're very ignorant. I hate to be, I'm not, I'm really not trying to be mean. I'm just calling it like I see it. And I, and the harsh part is, is that I'm probably right. They're not very bright. You don't have bright mayors. You don't have bright city council members for the most part in the majority. You have a couple of people that are, that understand and get it and that are fighting, but for the majority of them, not very smart. They don't get what they're, they don't get that they're a cog in the wheel. And I'll explain that a little further, but they don't understand what they're doing. 
So they're very liberal and anything that sounds good is really good. So good for all of us because it sounds good. You know, Jimmy Hughes, it sounds good, right? And so you get the uh, Daniel Larkin, Jimmy Hughes and Greg effect of that sounds nice. I like that. And then what they do is they implement things that destroy your liberty left and right. And they never even ask the question they're supposed to ask. And that is what is the proper role of government? Never ask it. Never will they, those three ever ask that. Jimmy Hughes should not be in government. Daniel Larkin should not be in government. Greg Hughes should not be in government. A lot of the people in Washington City should not be in government. They're nice, but they shouldn't be in government because they won't ask the question, um, what is the proper role? And let me let me describe that for you if I can. Uh, there was an article about, um, about the city, um, the uh, council, you know, talking about the future of city-owned properties. <laughs> Why do we have so many properties? Why do we own the property that houses Premier Auto and Oaks Family Auto and Hooray Engraving? Why do we own that? Why does the city think they can, right? Why do they, why do they uh, own the sites of those buildings, the St. George Inn and St. George Bicycle Collective? Why does the city own so much property? Um, Jimmy Hughes, Councilman Jimmy Hughes, who, by the way, nice person, should not be in government, but you guys keep putting him in year after year, and I don't know why he's in there. Not super bright. Housing's not going not going to be our number one ask. You, you shouldn't have any asks. <laughs> Your job is to is to take the tax money and put it into specific areas. And unless it says St. George City Housing Department, I don't understand. And, and even then, you're taking tax dollars and using it for housing. Why? That should be private sector. <sighs> not our number one ask. It shouldn't be any ask. Then it went on to talk about plans were previously in the works for the city to issue a request for proposal for developers to share concepts about what could be built at the 100 West property. None appeared to gain the council's favor, right? Um, all of these things. Uh, you know, we have several options for this property, city manager John Willis Sellout says. You shouldn't have the city property. You shouldn't be talking about options. You shouldn't have it. Why do you own so much property? Where does it say that you can own so much property in that city of St. George? This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. They don't understand that this isn't their role, right? And then, of course, they were saying, you know, um, the council member said the location should should support a commercial venture and not a mixed-use project. You shouldn't be discussing any of that. The people, the people, the people. Capitalism and the free market runs all of these locations should own these locations not the city not the city you know they want to build a new hotel on this certain property why are they building hotels why are they in business councilman greg MacArthur, not very bright guy this is the key for the downtown and boulevard area housing should be a district second why are you discussing this? And then, of course, Natalie Larson, right? Same exact thing. Well, I think I want the space used that we own for food trucks. This is what I'm talking about. They have no role to do this with your tax money. They shouldn't even be discussing what goes on there and what doesn't, because you know what? It all dials down to what sounds nice. What sounds nice? Not, is it, the, is it the proper role of government to take your tax money and develop it the way they want to develop it based on a whim, based on what they, they think sounds good emotionally? Natalie Larson will vote how she's told, 
right? She's a place card holder. And then you've got Greg Nat- and uh, Danielle and Jimmy. Oh, I think that sounds nice. Oh, I think that sounds really good. Never once asking if they have the authority to do all of this. <sighs> when are we going to learn that they don't have this role? And then, um, you know, uh, Michelle Tanner was the only one that said, hey, I'd like to see the property sold off and let the free market decide where the development goes there. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle Tanner, for constantly bringing in the proper role of government. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Because MacArthur and Larkin and Jimmy don't get it, and either does the mayor. The mayor does not understand government. That mayor should have never been elected, but everybody bought into the woman mayor election. Oh, she's a woman. Well, that brings an interesting perspective, really, because the only perspective you're getting is a very liberal council with the little, you know, knife in the back and, and little secret little meetings and messaging and all that kind of stuff going on. You are not getting the proper role of government. You've got a very liberal council and you've got one person fighting for you. One person fighting for you. That's how grotesque this is. And Washington City, you're the same. You're not getting off any easier because look at your budgets. No one's cutting those budgets back to the proper amount for the size and, and, and scope of Washington City. Okay? Nice people. Most of them should not be in there. Same with Santa Clara. Okay? Same with Ivan's. If we don't start talking about this more and saying you don't have the role, the council then discussed 11 acres of the city near the, the Dixie Convention Center. What are we going to do with this? Because we own it. How about doing what Michelle Tanner said? Sell the property. Go back to the proper role of government. It was a mistake to have it anyway. Not a mistake, but an intentional illegal act, really, for the city to just keep buying up property and then control it and decide who gets to go there and pick winners or losers and let the free market decide where development goes from there. That's how it's supposed to be done. But the council sits around and discusses 11 acres. What's going to happen to 11 acres? And then Hughes offers up. Oh, my gosh, Jimmy Hughes. We should always entertain an offer. Um, Look, (laughs) gosh, I'm sorry. I'm really not trying to be mean here, but no one will say this. No one will say this. The journalists won't say it. The talk show hosts won't say it. The radio won't say it. The TV won't say it. And I'm going to say it. These people should never be in office directing where $500 million is spent. They do not understand government. Get them out of office now. They've already done too much damage. And you know what? They're always all in on technology, except for Tanner. They're all in on any bit of technology paid for by our federal taxes, and they just call it Fed money, like a Fed money tree, okay, that comes out of nowhere. They'll take any kind of money for any kind of project that sounds kind of cool in tech, we, are, we allow them to build an invisible prison, and then we wonder why we're sitting in an invisible prison. And that's what smart cities are. And they are going along hook, line, and sinker. Pike, Pike was on steroids implementing some of this crap, and they continue on doing this. You've got a horrible mayor in St. George. I'm sorry to say it, but she is not a good mayor. She does not understand the proper role of, of government at all. So what they do is it sounds really good to implement all of these, you know, ideas and all of these things and control property when they never ask the fact that they shouldn't own it. Okay. And, uh, and correct the wrongs that have been done before them. All they do is do the further damage. 
they do further damage. We need somebody to lead this group of city council members who will actually be worth their salt and do what's right by uh, the proper role of government because we've lost our way, as most cities have. We think we're in a conservative city. We're not. But here's the deal. We also have to fight the telephone companies, the Internet companies, all of those businesses, too. And Amon Jabi pointed that out because he said, if you don't fight all these companies that are getting paid to install all of these LED lights to on these rural areas to to develop this invisible prison and turning cities, even this size of a city, into a 15 minute city like they are doing the point up in northern Utah. If we don't stop it and we don't tell these companies who very ignorantly are building themselves their own prison, right? Because the people that install all this stuff and take the federal money to install all of these things, these companies, a lot of them are ignorant. They don't know what they're doing. I guess ignorance is the key to this, to this hour. We have a lot of ignorant people pretty much implementing an invisible, an invisible prison that you're going to live in and so are they. And by the time they build it out, you're not going to be able to understand or you're not, you're going to finally recognize and they're going to finally recognize what they've done. And then it's going to be too late. But we have to fight all these companies implementing all this stuff, too. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You have about a minute. Yeah, I need about 20 minutes. I know. Um, first of all, I think you've... Uh you said it when the hook, line, and sinker, they're carrying out an agenda. If they're carrying it out hook, line, and singer, mm-hmm. <laughs> sinker, uh, it is not stupidity. You can't be consistently doing the wrong thing if you're stupid. If you're stupid, you occasionally do something on the hard side. Oh, I don't uh, know. I've heard them speak. I think they're very dense. agenda over the city council up in uh, uh, Salt Lake City mm-hmm. and D.C. And, uh, and the same thing with Chris Stewart. He, uh, yes, he's stupid, but that's not what we need to be focused on. He's evils. The day is long. You know, I could take one of those town hall meetings from the very beginning to the end and show you the dishonesty, the phoniness, the, uh, the, the uh, uh, Marxist. Now, I, real quickly, he had a town hall meeting. All those town hall meetings seem to be on phones now. Yeah, and I you know. You can't uh, ask a question of him. Right. And it was all set up. He had a poll already established that 80% of the population here in our uh, his district want this, uh, taking away the freedom rights of the parents and the uh, family to not let their kids go on social uh, media. And uh, he was, one caller got through. Uh, he he had people calling in, I'm 100% behind you. Uh, the Republican Party's 100% correct. I mean, that's what they were saying. But he had one fellow that got through and said what you said. And it was so right. It's parents' right responsibility. You have no right uh, in, mm-hmm. uh, on the Constitution to be uh, dictating to parents uh, what they, how they communicate, their children communicate with others. And you know what he said to that? He, he, first of all, he did the typical, oh, I believe in less government and I'm with you philosophically. And then he turned around and said, well, I'm basically, I'm a communist. Mm-hmm. The com- Community right. and the society get, yeah. need to decide these things. They have a right. I agree. This I agree. What, you know, that's pure yeah. communism. He's I a agree. Marxist. I agree. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate that. I did get a message about, well, it's not parenting. How dare you say it's parenting on the social media stuff? Um, we lost, you know, uh, 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 a child to social media stuff that was going on because they're going to find it anyway. You know what? You don't want, maybe the answer isn't all parenting, but you don't want the government doing what they're about to do to violate the Fourth Amendment, okay? It doesn't matter. You do not want the government to violate the Fourth Amendment in the Chris Stewart National Bill or the Utah Bill 152, SB 152. You do not want the government doing that to your Fourth Amendment and to your children's Fourth Amendment, okay? I know good parents can try, and I know that kids will do what they're going to do when they're teenagers. I get it, okay? 
But the government doing a social media bill is not the answer ever, 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 ever. So it's not one versus the other. You just do not want the government doing what they're about to do, what Chris Stewart wants them to do with social media and what our locals, uh, what our uh, state uh, Republicans want to do with social media. That is not the answer, clearly. Let's find another one, okay, in assistance to parenting, but that's not it.